last night we had our uh, open mic night, worship night, um, and I said, there, I'm like, there's going to be a theme, at least from me. I don't know about anybody else, but there's going to be a theme from me uh, about light, because that is my life right now. Um, I can't escape it. I can't run from it, even if I wanted to. Um, instead, I fully embraced it, and my husband probably is tired of hearing me talk about it, but I don't know. I'm passionate. So um, I just really felt like a couple of songs that I shared last night that I needed to share today. Um, they're short and sweet, so if you want to join in on um, part of it, you know, add to it however way you want, it's completely fine. Um, Eventually, I would like it to continue to build, but um, for now, this is what I've got. Um, let there be light, Lord, let there be light, let there be light, be light, be light, Lord, let there be light. Let there be light, let there be light, let there be light, be light, be light, Lord, let there be light, let there be light in this room, let it all come from you, Lord. Let there be light in this room. Let there be light. As you are our painter, orchestrating every detail, you are our lighthouse. And without you, we would fail. So let our actions and words be true. Let them set us free to be more like you. The mesh. <laughs> um, and then a couple weeks ago, uh, during worship, actually, Jonathan, you were over here and I was over here, and we were both just deep in worship and... Um, you know, I was, I literally was just face down. I was like, Lord, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. Like, this is so great. And he just kept telling me, like, arise, arise in the light. <clears throat> and so um, when I was preparing for last night and the worship night in general, um, I just kept hearing like this, arise, arise in the light and stand for those who can fight, arise, arise in the light for those who don't know me. Said, arise, arise in the light and stand for those who can fight, arise, arise in the light for those who feel unworthy. I will show them your glory. I was like, yes, I'm gonna sing this all the time. <laughs> And so I literally have, like, it'll randomly just pop in my head, and I'll just start singing it. I'm like, oh, that, hey, that was something God told me to sing. Okay. <laughs> it's not just something I heard on the radio. So, um, but having that, uh, that moment of, like, you just need to stand, and you need to accept this, 
this gift that I've given you um, of knowledge. Um, it was interesting. Dan and I, last Tuesday, we went and celebrated his birthday, and um, we went to this concert, and we were high enough up that we could see everything. Like, we could see behind the stage, we could see the stage, we could see everybody on the floor, um, and just kind of watch the people, which I absolutely love to people watch. I don't know why, but I think it's very fascinating. And uh, when we were, we were like sitting there, the first band came out, and I was like, I don't know who these people are. They're not the headlighters. Excuse me. Hopefully they're good. And this first guy comes out, and I instantly was just kind of like taken aback by his presence. And I was like, whoa, this guy's got a big anointing. And I can tell just from the moment he stepped on stage. That's crazy. And as the band is playing, he, this one guy in particular is just talking about the struggles that he's had with um, you know, alcohol and depression and anxiety. And he's just pouring his, his heart out to this crowd. And I'm just like in tears. <laughs> not because of what he's saying necessarily during his songs, but the fact that like, I, I felt God's heart for him. And I was like, this guy needs to know Jesus. Like if he doesn't already, he needs to have a relationship with him because, oh, God's heart is just wanting to pour out into him. And I was like, how am I going to get a hold of this guy? Like I'm some crazy lady that's going to like text him or like, let's go through Instagram or, you know what I mean? Like, how do I contact somebody that is famous, you know? And, uh, when they got done with their set, he was like, oh, we're going to be in this section over here. And like, I literally could see the section in my peripheral. And I was like, oh, so there's actually a chance I can see him face to face and I'm supposed to pray with him. Okay. <laughs> Like, I just had this wave of emotion, and Dan's sitting next to me, and I'm like, I think I'm supposed to pray for this guy, and I I don't want to, like, take away from your experience. So I really wrestled with this conviction that I had for this guy, and the next band came on. Like, they had time to, to tear everything down, set everything back up. Next band comes, and I'm just watching all this darkness consume the crowd and take over the stage and I mean the lighting probably helped but you could see well I could see it and it was so dark and I became like overwhelmingly like I can't just sit here anymore I can't just not be obedient and so after this this band was done I went to see if they were even still there. Because I was like, it's been almost an hour. I don't know that this band is still going to be there. And sure enough, like when I got there, when I finally found it, they were standing there taking pictures with people. And there's girls like crying because they obviously know who they are. And I'm just standing there like, I don't want a picture. I don't want <laughs> to like buy a souvenir. I'm just wanting to pray with this guy. And so I get up there and I'm talking to the whole band and then I turn and I face this one guy. And I was like, I don't know if you have a relationship with God, but he definitely wants one with you. And he said, yeah, I'm starting to find that out. Like, I'm starting to realize that. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. Maybe he'll actually be okay with me offering to pray with him. Um, and so I said, you know, I would love to pray with you if you would be open to that. And he said, yeah, if you actually can just hang out over there, 
let us finish this lineup, then, you know, I'll, I'll meet you in the side and we can pray. And I was like, awesome. So I hung out. He came over by himself and I was just, just breathing life into him. And he kept like reaching out to people and like shaking their hand and making contact. And I was like, you are just doing so great that you have to understand that you're, you have a power of touch and that I can really heal the soul. This is really something that God has spoken to me and you have this high anointing and, you know, just loving on him. And then he was like, okay, so how do we do this? How, how do we pray? And I was like, oh, he's never prayed before. I'm the first person he's prayed with. Oh my gosh. And like in that moment, I was super, super humbled, but I was super empowered too. Cause I was like, yes, like if I hadn't done this today, this is the first day on their tour. If I hadn't stepped up in my obedience and offered, he would never have prayed. Like this tour is, is pretty like dark. <laughs> and so, um, you know, having this opportunity to just reach out and touch him and show him God's light and talk about it and talk about the difference that he can make, um, and kind of get him to like saying, yeah, you're just affirming everything that I've been hearing and everything that I've been feeling. And he talked about frequency and all these things that I was like, yes, like this is great. This is, you're making my life really easy right now. <laughs> um, and so I prayed over him and I prayed with him and was like, you know, this conversation doesn't have to stop. And I'm not just talking about with me. Like, I hope this isn't the last time I see you, but the conversation with God isn't just a and amen. <laughs> like it's a lifestyle and he's like yeah and he like lifted up this cross he wore around his neck and I said I hope that you understand what that means and so you know I went back to the concert and was like I don't even care if I see the headliner like <laughs> I'm ready to go I'm on you know the high of Jesus and um I just felt like I was beaming and in those moments where you connect with somebody in a spiritual way like I don't know that anybody else can relate to this, but I feel like I'm beaming. Like, I just have this energy flowing through me, and I know that's not of my own doing, but that's strictly just God in me. Um, so I took notes last time I did this. I took notes and didn't really use them. <laughs> um, but there were some things a couple weeks ago that really just resonated with my soul, and um, I just kind of felt like I needed to share God's love and light in all of us. Um, you know, everybody is really big on, like, we have to fight the darkness. We have to, like, defeat the enemy and, like, dark, 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 dark. But I don't feel like there's enough talk about the light. <clears throat> I mean, in, the, in Genesis, it says, let there be light, you know, and then there was. Um, I feel like he does that in our our hearts too. You know, he comes in and he says, let there be light. And you know, you have this all-knowing sensation. And uh, just the, the realization that we're not the ones that source the energy for that light. Like for so long, I was like, I have to be a light of God, like this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. But it's not my light. It's his light through me. And I think there's a lot of misconceptions with that. Um, I was doing a little research 
on light this morning, just because I was like, let me type light into Google and see what comes up. Um, <laughs> and a lot of references to light when you come up with like religious references, they talk about angels and how angels have this shining light around them and they have these halos and everything. And I was like, well, I, I guess I can relate to that because when you walk into a room and somebody notices and you're like, your spirits connect, there is this kind of like glowing sensation, but it's more of like a frequency. Uh, frequency is usually used for sound and I think light definitely has its own frequency. I mean, the colors mean different things. They represent different things. Um, and it's funny. Uh, it says that light travels away from the source as like a wave, which I've witnessed in like the spiritual realm. So actually seeing like, while people are worshiping, like, this wave coming off of them. It's incredible. And knowing that that power resides inside of you is so important. Last night we were talking about, like, giving God the glory constantly and how even in those moments where we feel unworthy and that we are feeling like we're in the darkness, that that's not the reality um, last night I was like, before I went to bed, I was thinking about how like, okay, my lights are still on in my bedroom. My eyes are closed, but I'm still aware that the light is there. Just because your eyes are closed and you think you're in the darkness doesn't mean that the light's not there. You're just choosing to keep your eyes closed. And so God's just been hitting me with these like, these little like tink, <laughs> you know, like words of wisdom, words of wisdom, like write this down. I need you to keep this. Um, let me see. Oh, also, one of the things last night that we talked about was uh, we talk about that there is a power in God's name. And honestly, like, in some of my darkest moments of my life where I felt depressed or anxious or whatever is overcoming me, in those moments, all I had to do was speak his name and I was Okay. You know, like it, the darkness is consumed. And we, we talked about how the light doesn't fight the darkness. It just, it is. So if you go into a dark room and you light a match or, excuse me, turn on a light, it's not like it attacks the darkness. It just overwhelms it. It overcomes it. It's not like we can just, oh, that light's not there because I'm covering it up. Um. And I think that somewhere along the way, I mean, we, I, I love looking at little kids during like Christmas time or even like when they're experiencing something new. I mean, my one-year-old is experiencing fall and like all the different colors and leaves falling off the trees and just seeing how excited he gets. He has this like wonder in his eyes and this light in his eyes. And somewhere along the way, Somebody told us that that light could be dimmed. And we were like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And I wasn't born with a dimmer on my back. <laughs> but somewhere along the way, somebody told me, like, oh, that needs to be turned down. Like, that's, 
that's not good. Because I've known of Christ my whole life. It's knowing him in a relationship on a daily level and knowing that it's not just like he's over here and I'm over here, that he resides in me. Um, oh, let's think. Like, then well, I'll just say within the last year, um, God told me to get a light bulb tattoo, and I actually got it a couple, like a week or two ago. Um, yeah, and essentially it's, this is me in the center, the purple, um, standing, worshiping, my light is going out, but he is my source. He is the actual light bulb. The top is the protection, like the um, dome that I prayed over you guys for South Africa. Um, and I know that the light will look different for everyone. But personally, this is what my light looks like. And having it be purple and then it goes out to like the blues and the greens and everything, light is perceived differently to everyone as well. I mean, there's people who are colorblind. There's a reason that they see things differently. And so um, we talked about last night as well, like there were so many good points on how just because we have the same source, we come from the same father up above, our actual thing we are called for is not going to look the same as somebody else. Our calling is not their calling. And just because it may look similar doesn't mean that what we're doing is wrong. Um, when I started this dance fitness class, I was like, well, somebody else is doing it and they're doing it better. <laughs> like they have camps and they have like training and I am just one girl in the basement with some music and God was quick to check my heart and say, but I called you and you will reach others that these people do not. It's like, okay, my light looks different than their light. I got it. <laughs> and it's perfect because it's the way that I relate to somebody else isn't going to be the way that you relate to somebody else. And I don't know, I'm just pouring my heart out because it is so important that we don't be the cause of other stumbling. Like, if I don't do this right now, if I don't come up here and ramble and talk about my heart for Jesus, then it can cause somebody else to not be obedient to that. Like, if you don't do what God is calling you to do, he'll call somebody else. And that, like, punches me in my gut to even think about. I don't, I, I want what God has called for me. I want everything that he's doing in my life. And I want people to notice when I walk into a room, not because I got good lipstick or whatever, but because they can see God's light shining through me. There's an aura that people talk about, and I honestly think that's just God's light in you. Um, 
You know, in Romans 5, 8, it says, I loved you at your darkest, but I really don't like to focus on that at all. Um, you know, God said, I am the light of the world, but he also said, you are the light of the world. And so often we only focus on like the little pieces that we think we can use in that moment. It says, let your light shine. You're the light of the world. Let there be light. Like light is talked about so many times in the Bible, but I feel like we just talk about the darkness so often. Like I've been sitting and just been like, oh, we have to fight the darkness. How to fight the darkness. So I really hope that you guys will continue this beaming of light and understand, because I said this before, that you're not shining your light just for those who are in a bad place in their lives. You're not shining God's light just so that, like, people know that you know him, <laughs> you know? You're not, it's not a only people who don't know Christ need to see this. No, it's so important in accountability within, our, within, within the body of Christ that we shine his light to each other. Because it's hard. Like, there are times when our soul fights against what our spirit is trying to do. And you, that affirmation from fellow Christians, fellow people, like Christ followers, is so important. The reminder, like, you, you said something about how, you know, I need to know if I've made an impact in your life. Because sometimes you just need that, that reminder. And I was like, well, you should know, because every time I see you, I'm giving you hugs, I'm getting something from you. And you're like, well, I didn't know that. I'm like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> because it, it's important. It's important to point out God and others and point out that that light has affected you. And it's forever changing. Just because in this one moment, your light shone super, super bright for Israel doesn't mean that your light isn't going to shine super, super bright over here for South Africa or France or India, Nepal, wherever. It's not just your intimate little group. It's not just where you are in your life right now. It's wherever God is calling you. And I really challenge in like just employ all of you to stop, pray, listen to what he has to say, and then obey. Because if you're not doing that, it makes that light shining from you so much harder to beam the way that it needs to, at the level that it needs to. Doesn't mean the light is dim, doesn't mean the light's not there, but when you're not acting in obedience, Like, what's the point? <laughs> That's kind of my, where I'm at right now. Like, where's, what's the point? 